What's up? We're back with the Baja Bottom Boys. It's your boy Spready Roosevelt. And your boy the Ugly Homie. What it is. Yeah, we're week eight of the NFL. Yeah, it's another Monday edition of us recapping the NFL. No dimensions being brought up today. Just all sadness. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't having fun this weekend. You, your Bucks in the Thursday night game, they got, they were close with that Hail Mary, but Godwin. The Hail Mary on top of missed calls it could have gone either way but that's been the the past two yeah, weeks of the nfl lost, but then they weirdly covered the spread for some reason yeah well that's been the past two weeks of the <laughs> nfl is like officiating issues and then people magically covering the spread because of these officiating issues the bucks are not a good team and then they always beat the bills of the hail mary yeah. Because if you watched the replay, Godwin was probably one. Godwin would have been able to catch that. He was like a half second too slow. It wasn't even that the ball was like a yard from him. He just wasn't turned around. Yeah, he was, like I said, he was a half second too slow turning around. Like The Bills looked like the Bills for like two and a half quarters and then just shit the bed and almost lost the game in the second half. Pretty much the fourth quarter. Yeah, and then the Bucks are who we thought they were. Like I said, I predicted a six-win season if we're lucky, so... Baker Mayfield's not that good. I I, I honestly see us signing Baker again in the offseason because at the rate we're going, we'll probably be a middle-of-the-pack team and won't get a good qualifying quarterback in the draft. Would you guys take Justin Fields? But that would require someone to develop a quarterback. I, I don't know. Justin Fields is... It's just the way our offense is and the way our team you is. You would need someone besides Todd Bowles. He's yeah. not a good Todd coach. Todd Bowles is not going to be. He's not good. He's not going to be our head coach after this year, I don't think. And the Bucks are cursed because they still haven't solved the issue of their corn prices at the stadium. It should be a Buccaneer. You're so, I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> I don't know why you say this shit. Let's go into real sadness. The Green Bay Packers and the Vikings. Sadness because your Packers lost. 24 to 10. And then also sadness because. ACL. So basically any team that was looking like we're a QB away, you're still a QB away. Yeah. I've gone through all five state. I went through all five stages of loss, and now I've circled back to denial. Because I was, it was such a, it broke me mentally. The worst was we, when we made it 24 to 10, Fucking LaFleur at the one. Th what are you doing calling three shotgun plays? Go you under have, center. You have A.J. Dillon, who's a power back, who's six foot two four. He needs a running start. You can't just... This isn't. We're coaching this like it's a game of Madden. Just go under center. And even when most people... When I play Madden from the two, I'm just putting every fat ass out there, and I'm running fullback dive, and it's just like... We need to go back to Madden logic. Your big guys versus my big guys. Man the fuck up. Just go big. Like, what is this shit? Like... You're at the one, and we had to throw corner fades. I'm like, I get it on first down, but then the next two downs just punish him. I don't know what his thought process was there. Was he trying to save time? It's almost like you hate the brotherly shove, but then if your team's doing that at the one, you're like, why can't we do the brotherly shove? It always works if you know what the fuck you're doing. I mean, I don't know. Washington did manage to yeah. force a yeah, turnover but, on the yeah, once Yeah, one out of what now? Like 50 of like 100 of them? I'm just saying. I yeah, mean, but I mean, if, you're at, the, if and... you're at the fucking one, it's run the damn ball. <laughs> run the damn ball. Just fucking run it. Line him up at, in the in the fullback formation. It will. Do you guys even have a fullback, or would you be using like a second string? Tight just end? use AJ Dillon. Yeah, I guess that could work. He is a power back. When it, all Plug in doubt, holes. fullback dive. Plug the holes. 
three fucking shotgun plays. And I'm also convinced watching the second, watching the second half, and the just because we're down like what it was like seventeen to or seventeen to three at the half, something like that. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And it got twenty four to three. I'm almost thinking irrationally that Lafleur is playing forty chess. Is like, well, the offense will open up now because now they'll go to a prevent and they're not gonna come as hot. So then. It's just like every game this year up in, up until this one because we just couldn't convert. We could have won this game if we could have because we had two more drives when we're down by 14 to tie the game. It's just I feel like LaFour's like, you know what, it might be easier for him to to sling the ball when they're down like this. Well, another thing that sucked for you guys was that um, that bully ball pick that uh, Jordan Love threw. Like, he threw the ball to, who was it? Um, Jaden Reed. Reed. Jaden Reed. And just got the ball snatched right out of his hand yeah, on the way to the ground. But even without that, we, st- we still scored. We still had two more drives. Well, I know, but that set up a touchdown and drive these, because he returned that pick. And these offensive penalties kill us. Because I don't, I'm just completely broken. I don't know if it's Jordan Love. I don't know if it's LaFleur's play calling. I also don't know if it's the fact that it'll be like fucking third and or second and nine, and then we'll get some atrocious penalty to make it second is like thir- fourteen, second and twenty. And then Lafleur hands off the ball to get get a whole gain of one, and then it's like how much of the blame can you put on Love? Because I'm watching these games like you're trying to make him convert a third and nineteen, mm-hmm. and then we're just throwing fucking checkdowns for one half, and then by the second half it almost looks like Love's like fucking on board. Like, what are we doing? I'm just going to fire this to anybody. He's going to develop that Brett Favre mentality. Christian Watson is like a non-factor. Which is surprising. He's he's like 6'5 and runs a 4'5'40. I don't know if he's still hurt because he's he's forcing it to little Jaden Reed, who's a slot receiver. At least Geronimo Allison. Not Geronimo Allison. He hasn't played for you guys in a while. Yeah. Um, Casual. No, I can't remember his name. Uh, Romeo Dobbs. Romeo, Romeo, where art thou? Didn't they wear the same number, though, wasn't Yeah, he... That's why. He... No, I think him and Jordy wore the same number. Oh, yeah, 87. Yeah. Okay. Romeo, I think John Wiles might have been 89, but that's a while back. I thought that was 81, because James Jones was 89. Could have been 81, yeah. That was a good squad. The good years. Yeah, but that was that game. Bullshit. But I'm back to denial. (laughs) I still think it's not... I'm totally convinced... Because I'm watching this, I can't believe... This isn't like uh, this isn't like watching a bad QB every like few games, you know. Because sometimes when you play from behind, you just get yards, but you don't ever come back and look like you're gonna win. Yeah, Packers always look like they're gonna come back and fucking win for some reason. And so it's twenty four to ten. They're driving the ball. It's like, oh my god, one more, and you know, score, one more stop. Cousins is hurt. Yeah, we did get a fumble. Couldn't convert. Like, Who's their backup quarterback? Who? The Vikings. I have no idea. You think they're going to go out and trade for a quarterback? I wouldn't. I don't know now because, I mean, they might, but does it have a chance to win? But it was Cousins. Everyone was going to be trading them for Cousins. Who are they going to give up to get a quarterback? I, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. <clears throat> Cousins was the QB. Everyone was wanting. To... Jaron Hall. That was who was yeah. their backup. Well, they they had the, the quarterback for that. Jaron Hall's a rookie out of BYU. All right, what's the next game? What's the... Uh, the other 1 o'clock games were um, Panthers-Texans. Panthers that, that game was boring as shit. That it's game like, was disappointing. That honestly. game wasn't disappointing. It's exactly if you told me what a Texans-Panthers 1 o'clock game was, that's 15 to 13 is like what you would envision it and you wouldn't watch it. And then... Because it's like you, you, watch, you, see, you only see every few clips on Red Zone because you're not doing anything. 
And then what was it? Rams, Cowboys. That was a fucking beatdown. I'm so fucking pissed, dude, because I forgot to put C.D. Lamb back in after his bye week in fantasy, and he went off for a 40-burger. Guess I can't call you Mint Jelly anymore because you weren't on the Lamb. Uh-huh. No, I forgot to swap out Puka Nakua. I left fucking Nico... I put Nico Collins back in. But you I have Puka Nakua in? Yeah, I left Puka Pukachu Nikua. wasn't electric today? Not again. Back-to-back games, he's been a dud. Puka Puka. Pukachu. Saints Colts. Saints Colts, Their yes. car looked great. Surprisingly. <laughs> but then he again, was... he's also playing a, a Colts team that's still Maybe his, but identity. you also had that shoulder injury. Maybe he was still a little bit hurt. Yeah. Derek checked down. Yeah, Derek checked down. Slant boy Michael Thomas. The Saints almost had a case to follow the Lemon Law and the Raiders for that broken car. Damn. And then, who was it? Pat's Dolphins, two-score game. It, it wasn't really, it was further apart than the score looked. Yeah. You never felt like the Pats were coming back in that game. Well, wasn't it tied 7 up one at one yeah, point? But, then... Yeah, but early on. But then once it got to, like, even one score, it's like they weren't going to come back on the Dolphins. There's, there's too much speed on that And the Dolphins Pats are not, don't have enough firepower to do that unless, like, they just start getting stops, which well, they weren't. who was it? Um, Kendrick Bourne is the receiver who just tore his ACL, so he's out for the season. Yeah. And then it was the return game. Welcome into the Baja Bottom, boys. It's what happened? Oh, never mind. It's still recording. Technical difficulties. I almost scared myself. We wasted nine minutes of gold. Gold! This is the best part of it all. It's all downhill from now. Yeah. Jets, what a sloppy that, ass That game. You want to talk about shit shows. That was literally, it, it was literally like 50 minutes of just, or 59 minutes of nothing until like the last drive and then OT. Well, what was it? Um, how many people went out with injuries in that Seven? game? Seven? Including saying it was the curse of MetLife Stadium. Man. Including Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor went out there, and Waller went out. Uh, there, there was like a whole list. Like even ES, I think ESPN posted like how like it was like six or seven players who got hurt. It was brutal. The only one that didn't go out was Zach Wilson. But the Jets, but the Jets, but the Jets won that game. Yeah, they are not who we thought they were. Yeah, they're in the running for the AFC East. Sure. They're, I mean, their defense might be good enough to coast, get them to the playoffs. I mean, technically, they're only one game back of the, of the, the, the Dolphins. The Dolphins, yeah. They might be. The, they could be the seven too. I could see the Dolphins choking toward the like choking down the stretch. Well, right now, if the season were to end, you got Chiefs, Jags, Ravens, Ooh. Dolphins. They're all and six then... and two. You'd have to go. To like the play, like how the tiebreakers. The Bills, the would be the playoff team. The Bills would be a wild card, and then so would be the Steelers because Steelers two and zero in their division. Jets, Steelers, Browns. But I don't know how the. Yeah, it would be Jets. It would probably Jets, Bills. It would be Jets, Steelers. It would be Bills, Steelers. I think Jets, but I'd have to go by. You don't have it by oh. By conference. Okay, the Jets would be one game out. Yeah, that's what I just said. Jets, Bills. Yeah. Not Jets. I keep saying Jets. I meant to say yeah. Bills, Browns, Steelers. Still close. The Bengals won, surprisingly, on the 49ers. Yeah. They... 49ers? They're starting to... Um, that Brock Purdy is playing like he sh- you would expect him to, based on his draft position. Yeah. They're not a... I mean... He's got a. They're just testing to see if his arm can beat him at times. Yeah. What is Jags, Steelers, Kenny Pickett went out. Yeah. Who is Mitch 
Trubisky still their backup? Yes. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know. Actually, let me check the stats. I just assumed their backup is yeah, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, okay, I wasn't sure if he was still pick. on the team. George Pickens had a another fucking ridiculous touchdown this week. George Pickens is looking like the um, more athletic Heinz Ward. He's morphing into Antonio Brown. Yeah. Just as long as you can avoid the The CTE. Jags are just a boring, good team. Yeah. They're, it's just like they do nothing special, but all they do is win, and that's all you want. Falcons, Titans, Will Levis. That was Heineke time because I think Ritter went out with a concussion. Concussion is what they said. But I think some of you who are out there packing Pack a skull... skull Popping a Miller Lite, putting your Columbia shirt. We're Which having it. We're probably getting CTE from watching Desmond Ritter play. You, you just figured, just put me in, coach. I can't be any worse. But Will Levis, what? Four touchdown passes, yeah. no interceptions, three touchdowns to DeAndre Hopkins, who had three touchdowns on four receptions. Yeah, he looked good. He looked like D-Hop should look. Can't can't say it was just the Falcons. It's the Falcons' defense is, is elite. The Falcons' defense is legit. They just need a quarterback. Yeah. I don't know how strong their offensive line is either. They're pretty much, like, some people would some people would say that other people would have messaged them privately that they're one quarterback away while they're popping a Miller Lite. But Eagles, Commanders, these teams are gonna, apparently going to play each other close forever. I, I know. I, once again, just like week four. I, I was looking at the game like, holy shit, is Washington going to pull this upset? Throw the record books out when these two teams play each other. The Eagles have no D when they play them for some reason. Commanders just play fucking... Lights out lights whenever out, they play yeah. Philly. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about the Commanders. Because the Eagles will blow out the Giants and the like they're going to... Eagles are going to skull fuck the Cowboys. Because those games are never, like, close. It's always, like, every time I've seen the Cowboys, it's always, like, a clowning. Yeah. Or they just take turns, like, they, they go out of their way to clown the other. The Commanders and Eagles, almost like it's not, it's probably, I don't know, would it be, like, the on the tier of rivalries in the NFC East, would it be at the bottom? Because the top rivalry would be, what, like, it almost tied with, like, Phillies, Cowboys. Yeah, Phillies, Cowboys, Giants, Giants Cowboys. I could also say Commanders, Cowboys. It's really everyone against the East hates the Cowboys. The Cowboys versus the world. Then it, the next would probably be Eagles, Giants. Yeah. And then, I guess Giants, Commanders, and Eagles, Commanders would both be, because I almost feel like they're not as, like, they don't get it up as much for the commanders as they do for like the each team does for like for the Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles do. Well, I feel like what happens with Philly is they play down to the level of their competition when it comes to Washington. Yeah, because there's no or, reason Sam Howell should be looking that, elite against either Philly's that or defense. Because they played, you always see this with divisional rivals. They play twice a year. Yeah, the no. Steelers and the Ravens do it all the time. I believe it's like the last like ten meetings or something. The underdog always wins the matchup. Yeah, but like I said, like Sam Howell continues to look elite both times he's played the Eagles this season. Yeah. He's got, what, five touchdown passes, six touchdown passes against the Eagles this season? Yeah. Versus one pick, I want to say? I mean, you play a team twice a year, you know their tendencies. I guess, but I mean, you know, I'd, being the NFC reigning champion, like that's, you get picked apart by a kid who's just now starting... The Holly Band has good intel on the Eagles. The Holly Band. Jeez. 
And then he just took a Gaza at him. Disavow. Disavow. It's a pro-Israel podcast. Then four o'clock games were Browns Seahawks. That one was a snooze fest. Honestly. Twenty-four to twenty, but I could care less. Move on. Yeah. Ravens Cardinals. Okay. Did, did you see what happened on that? Didn't I say play? last week that this is the game that the that it, the Cardinals would scare the Ravens? They almost did. Well, but did I you... even said that this is the type of team that the Ravens will find that they, if they were you're going to bet would find a way to lose. Well, did you see? I was watching some clips of that game, and then there was a play. I don't remember what down it was. I want to say it was like third down. It was a critical third down, and they had spotted the ball at one spot. And then the down judge came over and scooted the ball back like half a yard, fucking up their whole plan for fourth down. I mean, they were saying the USFL already uses chips in the ball, and there's already chips in the ball. Why do we have to still use the eye? Like, why are we letting the eye test hit it? Yeah, no. Honestly, if the USFL is doing something better than you, you should you should check yourself because that's. Yeah. That's unnecessary. In a league as big and as prominent as the NFL, they just like the. I think they almost know that the controversy is what they get. It keeps people talking about the league, yeah, even though it's in a negative light. They're still getting pressed. Yeah, still yeah getting, but you're getting storylines because now it's almost like it's like the classic. It's like watching wrestling because it's like, oh no, they screwed the the underdog. So now we got to see how they can come back and the evil heels like the Patriots were how. How dare they cheat and watch, watch them get their comeuppance. It's just pro wrestling. <clears throat> and it makes you watch. You can complain all you want, but... Also think about this. If there was computers, would that be fun? How would you complain if the computer was always right? Mm-hmm. The human element is our... If you put the computers in, then how do we spin zone anything? It's like, no, we do suck. Yeah. It's, it's our um, it's our cop-out is the human element. Des would have... can blame the refs. Yeah, Des would have caught it. Maybe Tony Romo does go on to win a Super Bowl with the, the Cowboys. Maybe the Cowboys are no longer the laughing stock of the NFL since the '90s because they haven't been able to produce a winning team since then. They're not the they, they're not a laughing. They just haven't. Well, won I guess the Browns Bowl. are the laughing stock. They went from being like a terrible team to now having a rapist at quarterback. That yeah. they were a good team in the '80s. They just never got to the Super Bowl. Yeah. What's next? Chiefs Broncos. Uh, that was a weird game. Yeah. Snow games. Patrick so that's Mahomes fun. had 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 the cocoa. Or the flu might have been the cocoa. Mr. Pfizer might have given Oh, I don't, I don't care. I hate... People are going to use that as a cop-out. Mr. Pfizer? No, that he's get, that he had a flu game. Like, But they said they, they injected him with fucking IV fluids to keep him hydrated before the game started. Why didn't Mr. Pfizer give him the jab? Michael Jordan put up, what, 50 in his flu game? 40 in his flu yeah. game against Utah? Uh and don't tell me, oh, well, that's not a physical sport, so his is a, game isn't the same thing. It is thing. a physical sport. This is just a more team-oriented sport. I mean, the Patrick Holmes was like 28-3 and against the AFC West in his career. It's his first AFC road I think, game loss. And I think he had never lost to the Broncos. Yeah, and he had never lost on the road in the AFC West. I guess just, if you hear that stat the whole time, it's like, at some point he's got to lose. Because it's like, we play this fuck twice a year. There's no way that we don't know his tendencies. It's also... I believe with the Cardinals game, uh, Lamar Jackson seventeen and one against the NFC. Yeah, he just weirdly always beats the NFC. That's like four games against him. Technically, he win. He technically the Ravens are the win the other conferences division every year plus theirs. Yeah, but no, this game kind of stunk. It was like I said, snow game. So that's always fun to watch just visually. But... Yeah. Other than that, the product the on Chiefs the field might be wasn't... too. The Chiefs might be too candy ass of a team to play in real conditions. 
put a dome over Arrowhead. Because you actually never seen, I've never seen them in a snow game for their playoff runs. I almost never. Uh, I've never seen a snow game during the playoffs. I've seen a snow game Kansas at City. Arrowhead, but I've never seen a snow game in the playoffs. It's not like you've seen a snow game at Lambeau. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like I've never seen a snow game in the playoffs in they, Arrowhead. Because I think there's one thing when it's cold; it's another when it snows. Because then it becomes a mess, like that Eagles Lions. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that Calvin Johnson catching that pass over the middle, coming up with all that snow in his face mask. Or that Bills Pats game that was disgusting because it was like 40 mile per hour gusts. Oh my God! And what was the final score? Like three nothing. It was some. It was like ten something. I don't remember. I just never was just running the ball. Like, I think wasn't that like Mac Jones threw it, it was like Mac Jones' first season. Yeah, it wasn't like Mac Jones threw it like not even five, four times. I don't think times. he. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't even think he got up to double digits. Uh, and then after that was Bengals Niners. Bengals. This is this is why I say it's it, this is why everyone says it's a week to week league because I have a theory on this. I think just the modern players across the board, everyone's trained too good. This isn't like. Even 20 years ago to where, like, if you had an elite kid in your neighborhood, he was elite because you were gonna, someone was going to take them under their wing and be like, all right, you're the one to train. Now it's every middle-class accountant can get their kid up to speed. Like, everyone can be Julian Edelman. Yeah. Which is good enough to play in the NFL. Well, I don't know if you could say Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman had, like, one of those unmatched work ethics. Yeah, but that's not something you could teach a kid or instill in someone. You it's, can't, but you can almost like it's easier to like show a kid if you have a work ethic, you too can make this money. Versus you show a kid like fucking Randy Moss, it's like if you can jump and be this fast. If you're six five and run a four four forty with a what twenty inch vertical. Yeah, like what's easier to like? Yes, the work ethic is the thing, but you can like. You can motivate a kid with money. Yeah, no amount they... of money is going to... I don't care how much... It's like no amount of money is going to motivate you to become Randy Moss. That's Or like Tyree Kill. Like you're just... That's just who you that's are. That's just God-given skills. Yeah, you can't... Moti- like, but you can become a, a very serviceable receiver or a very serviceable... Like, what are positions that you can just... Like, I feel like running back's almost one of them at times. Or if you're decently speed and you can read the right hole, you can have a... You can rip off a nice little two, three, four-year career and then be done. I mean, look at DeMarco Murray. He wasn't. He had what a good two-year stretch in yeah. Dallas until he went to Philly for what one season. Yeah. And then another year and a half in Tennessee. Even quarterback, if like look how many, look at sometimes like where it's like the backup. It, like Romo wasn't touted at all. No. It's it's like pretty much if you if you find a position where it's just. Almost every, I think the only position what that you couldn't do might not be able to do that is cornerback. Because whatever deficiency you have will be exposed. Yeah. It's almost like if they put you in man, you're screwed unless like. Unless you just sit there and play like a zone, which they criticized Richard Sherman of his career, that he wasn't a great corner, that he just had, he was just relying on safety help. Yeah. But, I mean, Richard Sherman still had good on-ball skills. Like, he yeah. could get to the ball, he could play the ball. Maybe, yeah, maybe if you're in the right system, but I feel like receiver, like, inside slot receiver, you run, like, about a 4-5, four, 4-6, four, but you're good at finding holes in the zone and sitting in them. Yeah. You, 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 you can read a playbook. You're very good at a playbook versus... The only thing you really have to work on is your pass, is your run blocking. Cause... Yeah. Because you're usually a slight-framed guy. Everything about that position, everything about that, you can... You can make like ten million a year, 
Someone would give him any, anyone would kill to have a nice little slot receiver that got him that could pull off like what five or six catches for about sixty to seventy yards, a touchdown every week or two. Well, that was like the Bucks used to have Scotty Miller. Look what he did against the Bucks this last week. Yeah. With Atlanta, he had a reception of 45 yards against the Bucks. Yeah, sometimes That's you, all you need out of your slot receivers. Yeah, you need a few, like, peasants in your offense. Not everyone can be a star, because then if everyone's a star, no one's a star. Yeah. What's the next one? Then that would be the Sunday night game. Oh, that was gross. Chicago, L.A. That went about as bad as, like, you... Why don't they start the flex scheduling earlier? No one wanted to see that game. Well, you, they already did a flex game. They moved the Bucks lions oh, to did? a 4 o'clock game. Why didn't they move? Like, if, if, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because the league loves Justin Herbert, so they wanted him to go off on a game for Sunday night. Because out of the games, you probably would have said it should have been Cincinnati-San Fran. You would think if they were going to flex a game, it would be Cincinnati-San Maybe San even Washington-Philly. No, I would have I I flexed. I would have flexed Cincinnati San Fran into the eight o'clock game, and I would have moved Chicago. I mean, even with, LA to even though Washington wasn't good, you almost I would have rather watched Washington Philly on prime time. Yeah, but I got YouTube TV. Shout out! So it doesn't matter. I watch everything. YouTube TV. Find someone's promo code. Elsa's promo code. They may give you fifty bucks for it. <laughs> Maybe. Restrictions apply. And that's it for the games that have been played. I mean, we could go and do a projection of what we think is going to happen tonight. Packers are going to stink. Well, we could talk about what we think might happen tonight. Raiders, Lions. Honestly. I could see the... I, I would pick the Raiders. This is... Yeah, this is might be an upset game for the Lions. Because the Lions might be... I might have... I'm Because I said at the beginning they weren't who they thought they were. They got a cute little streak. But I was so... Everyone was so right about me. People have told me they were so right about me and me wrong that I turned out to be right. Well, here's the, the best th- takes are the ones that you do- never bet. Like if as long as you don't back off, you're right. It's like a stock. It's like it's like betting. It's like buying a stock. As long as you, you're not wrong until you sell. Well, it's not a real loss until like you give up on the take or if they win a Super Bowl. Honestly, like if Kirk Cousins didn't go down, and then you see Detroit start to play like Detroit again, you know, where they they hit a rough patch in the middle of the season. Yeah. That right now they're five and three. If they wind up getting upset by Vegas tonight, which I could definitely see happening, because Josh Jacobs <clears throat> is poised to go off for a big game eventually. Devontae Adams has already been speaking out about how they need to utilize this offense more efficiently. It's Halloween, Adams family. <laughs> but I could, Jimmy Garoppolo, I believe, is back and starting this week. That's never. <clears throat> but he he's most efficient when they get the run game going. And like I said, Josh Jacobs is poised for a big breakout game. And then, what is it? Detroit's biggest issue is their secondary, like their yeah. safety help. So, I mean, if you start bringing safeties up into the box to stop the run game, especially with a weak Do they safety. Still, the Raiders still have Hunter Renfro? Yeah, they still have Hunter Renfro. Why don't Renfro. they use him? He's been underutilized since Josh... What's the coach's name again? McDaniels? McDaniels? Josh McDaniels, yeah. I have a theory that Josh McDaniels is now beginning to, like, he looks at guys like Hunter Renfro under, I think he he almost feels like Hunter Renfro's going to end up as a Patriot because it's like, oh, I don't know what to do with it. And he goes to the Patriots and becomes their next, like, Danny Amendola, Wes Welker. Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman type because Hunter Renfro fits, and he's, what, six? I want to say he's six even, Hunter Renfro. He's bigger than all the other three, and this would be, like, uh, if... uh, this is literally like Belichick being a fucking w- weird scientist where his perfect receiver is a six-foot-tall white boy. Hunter Renfro is... 
It's not telling me his height. I have to. I believe he's about six even. Because all the other receivers are like five ten, and Wes was like five eight, five nine. I want to say yeah that he's six even. He's one hundred and eighty five pounds, five ten. Five ten. Okay, so he's <laughs> oh he is the pro. Oh, he's a prototypical. He actually Belichick he actually is if Belichick guy. was making something in a lab because he likes to make it on a budget. Yeah. I want to make me. I want to make me a. I want to make me a receiver, but. I don't want it to be Randy Moss. I want I want there to be a challenge. I want him to be the exact opposite of Randy. Randy was given too much Whatever, talent. That's really how you ended up with Wes Walker. It's like, how do I, what, give me a receiver that's good, but it's the complete antithesis of Randy Moss. Pretty much. Because, yeah. what, he played one game with the Chargers? Who did? Wes Welker, I, I thought think. he played with the Broncos for a bit. That was after New England. Yeah. I want to say he started with the Chargers. No, he started with the Dolphins. Well, he was in training camp with the Chargers. And then went to the Dolphins. And then went to the Dolphins, and then he went to New England, and then he went to... What was it? The Broncos. The Broncos, and then he was with the Rams. Yeah, then he retired. For one season, I want to say. Yeah, then the he retired. Too many concussions was his issue. That and play was definitely falling off. He, after he left... <coughs> I mean, even in Denver, he wasn't quite what he was in New England. And then we, what else do we have tonight? We have game... Game three of the World Series. It's a 1-1 series. First game in Arizona. This, game, this series is a toss-up. I think the Diamondbacks might win it. I could see. I want to see the Diamondbacks win in seven. Yeah. But, um... And this is why baseball... I'm a... Like, looking at this, is like... The Diamondbacks, what, hobbled into the playoffs as a sixth seed? Yeah. Where, what were the Rangers seeded at? Uh, they were the fifth seed. It's almost like, why watch 162 regular well, season? Well, they had the same record as the, or like one game less than the Astros won. Welcome into the Baja Bottom Boys. Was yeah. the issue with the Rangers. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they weren't a good team going into the playoffs. They just happened to. Yeah. But with all the other teams falling out, it's like, why watch the regular season? If like, oh man, I'm just an excited Braves fan with my Columbia shirt on. And f- fuck, it's, the season's over. I, did, I watched three games. Well, that's what happens when you jump Damian on a Lillard, team without any, like, information. Damian Lillard had a good debut. Kind of had an off game last night, but I don't count those games. We, it's like, come on, it's the NBA. We know, I, I don't think six points is an off game. Yeah, but they're trying to gel because I think it'll stink. Because when I saw the first game, I also noticed Middleton had six points. So I think the problem's now becoming, it's like, how does Dame's game translate all the time to the Bucks? Because his game should be him facilitating to Giannis. Yeah. Because I think the problem with Dame, too, is how much of that mentality in Portland where he had to be the superstar, because he went 2 of 12, and he likes to jack threes. Yeah. Because, like, how much of that do they have to tone back on him to get him? Because, like, Middleton you Middleton's probably would, is the best three in the league, the best three option, because you still have Middleton and Brooke Lopez. Yeah. There has to probably be some, like come to terms like we don't need 40 out of you every night you your presence alone if you could get like if he which you're gonna have to somehow convince him to go like 20 points and like more assists because like look you actually have you help. want him to average 2010 you know this is like the weird conundrum where it's like you some of these superstars wanted help so much but when they get the help it's like well i'm just gonna kind of be i still want to be kobe yeah i just i still want the ball i would just like someone to score on a rebound well, that's what I'm saying. Is like a good number for Dame to average would be a 2010 season. Yeah, which you, is very realistic. Because then that. it's not just you jacking threes; it's also you getting Middleton like 15 and Brook Lopez 15. Yeah, and let Giannis just pound him for 30 a night. 
And then there's my Heat, who... They play tonight. Yeah, they play tonight, but they're, what, 1-2 and two right now? Yeah. They got embarrassed by the T-Wolves. They almost got embarrassed by the Celtics. They're just gonna... They're gonna creep in because of that fucking playing tournament. Well, what was it? I saw a meme the other day where it said, um... Jimmy Butler's like, don't wake me up until, like, game 40 of the regular season. Yeah, that's like, what, Yeah, because now that Adam Silver is making them play, this is almost... Well, there's like, also... This is the first year of the... Um, the they're not letting them load... Mid-season ma- tournament, too. And they're also not letting them load manage anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe players are, like, just not gonna... They're gonna be disengaged for a lot of games. Yeah, especially when it comes to that mid-season tournament, like... Who the fuck cares about... I mean, but if the Bucks win it, the flags fly forever. You get a trophy, but they didn't really explain what else it is besides pride. Have you seen the the gross court? Yeah, thing? the court designs. Yeah, I saw it the, on Twitter this morning. It's like, what is it supposed to mean? It, I, I don't they know. said it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be modeled after European soccer, but that trophy, Champions League, is different than winning UEFA League. Yeah. So you can win NBA Cup, but you. What, I don't you're not get, getting a ring. You're just getting a rink-a-dink little trophy. And then you get like five hundred thousand extra dollars. It's like okay. Would you rather play that tournament and get hurt and ruin no, the rest it's, of your it's season? Not a, it's not a tournament. It's not a. We're just playing an on-off tournament. The tournament games count toward the regular season. It's just certain games will be considered like playing, like well, actually considered like group games. It's it's being modeled after uh, European Premier League. Oh fuck! Yeah, it makes no sense. I, I get... mean, I get it. That's the most like universal sport is soccer or football. If you're but, a Tommy, I mean, already, unless you're gonna count this cup as an actual championship. But why use that model when, if you look at the numbers of European soccer being yeah. watched here in America, yeah, it's it's not a large number. Yeah. So why would you use a model that people don't really care about well, in a sport that care. people do care it's about? It's not even care. It's that they don't know about. Yeah. They don't the, care enough to know about it. The solution is to just bring it to 60 games. Like, the one year they had 50 games. Oh, the lock, lockout game? That, lockout year, that year was awesome. That was one of the LeBron championships. Seasons, no, that was right? 99. You're thinking of 2011 where they went to 60 or 62 games. Yeah. It's like, why do we need 82? We know who the playoffs teams are by even, like, right before the All-Star break. No one's going to emerge. Unless you're the Heat. It's just now with the, the whole load management thing, they had to get rid of the whole, well, the Warriors and the Lakers are going to sit people, be a 6-7, and seven, and make the regular season worthless. And then, because then the Warriors are just going to pound the Kings in the first round, and the Lakers are going to beat whoever. Memphis. Yeah. But that's all for, that's it for our sports stuff. I have a, a, a hypothesis. for I have, like, a take. Because I got caught watching the movie 2012. Trash kind oh of, my god, I haven't a, seen that movie a, since it came it's out. It's a really cheesy plot because it follows every stereotype of an end of the world or all these like doom and gloom movies where there has to be several. This one almost had like five different love stories going on at once. It's always about a father trying to redeem himself. Yeah, he's a divorced husband but, who has like one But or the two whole kids. premise of the movie was that they built the arcs because they got private funding by charging a billion euros for it. My thing is, if the world ended like that, because I've seen another version on the History Channel where they took, they actually took like the best and the brightest. Yeah. But this version was, we we're just gonna go with actually the real shitty reason. We're going, we're just gonna save everyone by billions. Like if the 
you had a cataclysmic event and the only people that survived were billionaires but the, the flood and shit all wiped out the rest of humanity but the rest of humanity is just the poor peasants and the common and probably good people but like the, the, the selfish billionaire survived would there be religion how would you convince someone that god how would you convince people to believe in god if the only people literally that survived were the wicked like how we say like oh, all these elite people like bill gates and like the epsteins are you know they're just fucking pedophiles and doing world population but they're but those types are the one the only ones that survive how would you still convince people how would you convince people god even you'd either have to convince them god existed but he was an asshole or that he's not real I mean, you could try and convince them and say God has a sixth sense of What would be the humor? sixth sense of humor? Because every end-of-day scenario is like God will damn the wicked and save the righteous. Unless, like, you unless like you just do, like, mental gymnastics. Like, well, you see, the flooding was the rapture, and you guys got brought to heaven. Because, remember, the evil will stay on the earth. But then it's like, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. I'm not following this anymore yeah why would i want to be dead because how would you convince other billionaires like yeah god's still real let's all go to church it's like well we survived i don't know like i said like the they could say you know god's got a sick sense of humor and you know, be maybe the these billionaires will produce children who will revolt against their parents and their billionaire ways that's just a convolute that almost to me like that's very convoluted but this movie also had the little throwaway line that they put in the end like well the whole continent of africa actually got spared it didn't get flooded i'm like no this is another classic example. Just because you, just because it sounds like a good idea, you ruined whatever. This wasn't a great movie. It was. It was one of those where it was I a, think it. I, I think it was actually rated really poorly. So let's. I think the ratings were how I thought it was like, really poor, because the plot was kind of stupid, but the acting actually outweighed the almost the acting almost the acting just was like the plot was so bad, because it had good actors in it. Yeah, well, the Rotten Tomatoes score had it at um, 39. 39% critic score, 47% percent But also it did, score. like, amazing at the box office. Well, yeah, because everyone was interested in the premise. It was a relevant thing at the time. Yeah. You know, a lot of conspiracy but this is, theorists But this on. is also one of those things where it's, like, great movies all don't... Like, you're, the point of that movie is to make money. Yeah. Even if it's trash, if it makes money... Yeah, so all they wanted was to make money. That's why and they And it was a long-ass movie. It was a long-ass movie, too. Yeah. They had good actors. That's what I'm saying. It's like they had John, John Cusack, um, Oliver Platt. Um, they had the guy who was in um, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I can't pronounce his name. I don't Amanda Peet, I think, was in the whole nine yards. Danny Glover. Yeah, they did have Danny Glover as the president. They also had Woody Harrelson as the nut job. Yeah. That died in the mountain because he wanted that. They actually did randomly, they were randomly pulling out really good actors. The acting was a lot better than it. Yeah, the runtime was two hours, 38 minutes. It came out in 09. I think that was like at the back end of like where the blockbuster movie was better. Like the idea that you're watching this big blockbuster movie meant more than watching like a, nobody deep down really cares whether it's this like great fucking Academy Award winning movie. It only grossed $166 in the box office. $166? $166 million. When see. I say 166 you know it's got to be that, million. But that, I think at the time, was a, considered a success. I, I mean... I think globally it was a lot. Let's see. But that's not the point of... Well, let's talk about other flop movies like Burt Kreischer's The Machine. Oh, let's yeah. see how poorly that performed in the box office. Because now that was on ne- That was never... Yeah, it was a 32% on Rotten Tomatoes, so it almost had the same Rotten Tomatoes score. 87% score is just Burt fucking... It's just, yeah, it's Kreischer fans. I still haven't even seen it. 
Yeah, it only grossed ten million in the box office. I think the office. budget was twenty. Yeah, but that doesn't include promotion. But yeah, there. I don't think there'd be religion if if the world restarted in that scenario. But I guess if you go with this, although they try to do something like where they were saving, like he had to reopen the door to save the people that they didn't want to save. But then you had to also forget in that moment. You know, these were the just they were just actually trying to kill the billionaires they didn't want on. Yeah. So it was like. It was like, I don't know, it got convoluted. I get the point they are trying to make, but then it should have been, like, taking that ship and trying to save, like, his buddy. Yeah. Not, oh, we're about to fuck over these billionaires that tried to... Let's kill the billionaires, not save people. It also is... Also, the guy that... the Who was in Doctor Strange, the main scientist, he would be the worst one at... The, the Oliver, Oliver Platt's character, mm-hmm. you would want him over the other guy. Because it did make, a, actually, a point that it was, like... Your soul, your conscience is clean, but we just screwed humanity because you couldn't. It's the Avengers thing. Is it's the whole Avengers thing? Is like they couldn't win because they weren't willing to lose anybody. Yeah. And just from a logistical standpoint, how do you save seven billion in in, in that amount of time? You you don't. And then they had to do the whole dramatic. Oh, this one minute. There's one minute left, but it's lasted for the past like thirty. Yeah, thirty minutes of screen time. Then they magically survive and get the door open, and then they go to Africa. Ooh. They were not going to address that these white people aren't going to just be welcomed in Africa. Yeah. Can you imagine that? It's like, okay, we get it. We were billionaires. We don't have that. We don't have that money anymore. But we're retaking over your continent. But yeah. It's a good movie. I was going to say it's a good movie, best, but it's really it really wasn't a good movie. It's easy to watch, but if you think about it, you. Well, that was like almost as bad as that movie. What was that one? Um, did you ever see that movie with Nick Cage, where um, the aliens are like kidnapping the children to save them from the planet being blown up by like a solar flare? No, I didn't. What was it I, called? I I can't remember it. I want to say it came out around the same time as uh, twenty twelve. There's a lot of bad Nick Cage movies that yeah. came. Like, there's a lot of bad one-off Nick Cage movies. But I remember because, like, the promotion for this movie was, like, over the top. Like, everyone was like, yeah, it's going to be the number one movie in America. It's this, it's that. Knowing. It came out the same year. And, um, it has a 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. But it basically, it's the premise was 50 years after it was buried in a time capsule, a schoolgirl's cryptic document falls into the hands of Caleb Costler, the son of Professor John Costler, played by Nicolas Cage. John figures out the encoded message accurately lists every major disaster from the past five decades and predicts the future calamities. One, a global cataclysm. When when his warnings fall on deaf ears, John enlists the help of the prophetic author's daughter and granddaughters to try and avert the ultimate disaster. This was the same movie, this was literally the same as 2012 with like a different theme. Yeah. Because I think in that movie... I forgot John Cusack's character was also, he also wrote a book because he based it on research that one of the guys who was actually, who actually predicted that calamity, the end of day, the, the 2012 like disaster mm-hmm. in the movie, he he had he was having him write a fictional book, but with it all went to a T because even at the end they were reading and it was like 27 days later, the sea levels and I'm like no. I was like, no, this is stupid. Yeah, no, because... Well, I, I guess it wasn't stupid, but it's the fact that the 
the book the book the guy wrote within the movie about the movie was predicted to a T. Yeah. No, like I said, because like after we went over the premise of 2012, it reminded me of that Nick Cage movie, and I couldn't remember what it was called, but it's called Knowing. It's fucking terrible, but it's on a it's on Max if you want to check it out. It's also like that one older movie. What's the, with Joe Pesci called? What was it like where they kidnapped the baby? Baby's Day Out. Oh my whole, God! Whole, Holy crap! I forgot. Where the whole premise of the thing was like the was little, that Joe Pesci? Yeah, that was Joe Pesci in the movie. I thought it was Joe Montana. Joe Montana. I don't know one of them. But the whole premise of the thing was that the kid was walking around, but he was just going through the whole... Yeah, Baby's Day Out. But he was the Baby's Day Out. He was reenacting the book. Was it Joe Montana? I don't know. Joe I'm trying to look at the cast. Montana? Yeah, Joe Montana. Who's the other... Oh, Joe... Maybe that's who I am. All Italian... Not all Italians look like Joe Pantoliano. Yeah. No, because I, rem- I remember that movie as a kid. But what's Three Men and a Baby? Three Men and a Baby... Um, I, that's know, the one with Tom Selleck. What was that about? Um, okay, I might have confused the I think whole... the mom was a whore and she couldn't figure out which one of them was the dad. Great. New York City roommates Peter, Michael, and Jack Maury, were all successful and Maury, happily Maury unmarried. Maury Povich saw that. That literally movie predates Maury Povich and he saw that movie and he just like came on himself and he's like, oh my god. Um, Combine this with the DNA test and you gave Maury Povich 20 years of content. Besides the weird ones, where the, you ever see the video where she's afraid of olives and she just and they just overacted and he's oh. like, "Here are the olives, <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, the olives, get them out of my face." No, three men and a baby. I guess um, one of it's three roommates living together in a New York loft. They're all successful businessmen, but they're living together. What the fuck? I guess they're, they're probably secretly gay. Now this also sounds like they saw Full House and was like, "How could we do a different version?" And um, I guess. The lady abandons the baby at their loft because it was one of the roommate's kids. <laughs> and she's like, it's your baby now. It's his. It's your roommate's kid, but he's away on business, so when, good luck. When did that come out? The 80s? 87. The 80s had a lot of trash like premises to their movies. So does this predate Full House? 1987? I think it might have been the same year. Because if this was the premise for Full House, and they did it... Yeah, 1987 was the first season okay, of Full so House. You know what that could be the case of? Some what what movie is it? Uh, with Ash, the one with Ashton Kutcher and oh, I know which one you're talking about. Um, no strings attached. No strings attached and, and friends with benefits. Because they've even brought that up. They're like, have you guys ever watched each other's movies, knowing that you guys literally did the exact same movie within a within like a six month period? They're like, no, I've never watched that movie. And they're like, yes, we know it's the exact same movie. Because I remember when I saw No Strings Attached, whichever one came out the other, I remember I don't I don't think I watched them in chronological order. I saw them. As they they, came I on, think they were out in theaters around the same time. Yeah, I saw them as they came on TV, and I was like, this is literally the same movie. Except in one movie, the other two are way hornier for each other than the other. Yeah, and that was Friends with Benefits. Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis were fucking like crazy. Yeah. But, the, yeah, it was literally, they made the same movie. Yeah. Unbeknownst to each other. They just like, fuck it, well, it's different characters, who gives a fuck? Little did they know that fucking Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher were gonna get married and have kids and have to deal with that fucking story all the time. Yeah. What's some other trash movies that you could think of? Like everyone said, Twister was a trash movie, but if you, I fucking love Twister, dude. But if you watch it, it everyone tries to say, just because they try to shit on the whole flying cow part. But I'm like, the tornado actually did not look cheesy. No. For the movie be coming out in '96, but being made in '95. 
the fact that they were able to edit that tornado the way they did was actually amazing. Well, it's good editing for, like, CGI for the time it was. Yeah. But plus, like, the cat was just, like, fan It's It's one of the most, like, notated scenes in movie It's history, also that like. it was also still at the back end of, like, that, I think the 90s or 80s had the thing where they had to do, like, some, like, really... Like some like, random comedic relief, some Jumanji style scene, like even at Jumanji where they're all flying in the end of heaven. Like Jumanji was actually a good movie that some people think is trash. Yeah, that, that's also a good. Movie. I I remember even I remember watching it several times. Get even older, I'm like this, this is actually better than the Rock's version of Jumanji. Well, yeah, because I I still haven't even seen the Rock's versions of Jumanji. I have the. It's not as good as Tom. Well, that's what I'm and worried this about. Is a, is this don't... isn't a case of being a boomer either, because sometimes the newer version is better than the older version. Did you one movie that like I always got told was Did, shitty growing up was um have you ever seen the butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher? No. Cuz I I watched as a kid so I didn't really understand the premise but like from what I can remember is like he has the ability to travel through time by writing excerpts in his journal. Yeah. And like so it's all basically about the butterfly effect. If you go back in time and touch a butterfly or whatever, and a butterfly flapped its wings a different way it'll completely affect the future and he basically goes through and just fucks with his own timeline a million times to try and get his life to be what he wants wasn't the premise be. of click in or a he, less comedic he, way it was a more dramatic version of all it. hollywood does is re- they get one premise and they find 10 ways to recycle it yeah because now that i think about it click is the same thing it's it's yeah, the comedic version it's of the it. comedic version comedic take on butterfly but, effect with ashton kutcher but if I were you, I'd check it out, see for yourself, because I mean, it's kind of like a, a um, the one gives you like a Matrix kind of vibe. The one movie I thought, remember the Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp? Yes. And then like older people were like, oh, it wasn't as. Good. I saw the original, but I'm like, they're about as good as each other, because everyone forgets that the original, the one in the Gene Wilder version. Yeah. That was just an adaptation of the book. That wasn't. Yeah. No, technically, the, the Johnny Depp version was is true to the more book. consistent to the because book. Because the Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, he was more like... he. They were both, are what, uh, recluses? But Gene Wilder's one was like he was more, like, poetic. Versus this one was more awkward. They were still both good and they were just... One was true to the book and one was a good adaptation. Yeah. But another thing, streaming doesn't make any fucking sense. Why did they take cable from us? Like, what was the point of, like, outside of the fact that cable limits you to, like, apparently a PG-13 or a TV-14 rating and you can't make a series like The Boys, but it's like, if you could, because you could have just had, you could have let Amazon buy their own cable network. Or, and everything, and everyone's like, well, all the new stuff comes on, like, HBO Max. I'm like, HBO is already a fucking channel. Yeah. Like, what was the whole point is, because you, you, there was a TV rating limit to cable, like basic cable but when it went to HBO Max you can just make it NC-17 which is what the streaming platforms are yeah and Netflix that was they could have just let Netflix I mean Netflix doesn't even really have that many good originals besides like Ozarks and whatever random documentary they get a hold of I guess Squid Game because I guess Squid Game was really popular yeah but they get like these like cult followings for like three months but they don't ever get something that goes for like five seasons I guess Stranger Things this is what the only thing I don't get about the streaming is it's not like it's random companies doing it. It's the networks themselves, and it's also the networks themselves that are saying cable's dying. It's like yes, it's dying, but it's because you're killing it for whatever weird reason. And now HBO Max is saying 
well, this is the end of freebie streaming. We might end up pushing this to 30. And we then some, and everyone jokes, like, yeah, maybe, you know, you can get it individually for 30. And then, but if it's just cheaper, if you bundle it and put it all together. And charge maybe like $90 a month for all, yeah. all these services. They're literally just, they never realized about cable that we just wanted the ability to pick whatever channel, like that South Park episode. It's like, it is like, oh, geez. But I guess I'm going to have to make you pay 70... Imagine paying 70 bucks a month just for HBO Max. Because that's literally what that's going to happen. It's like, everyone's like, they're going to kill cable. And I'm like, they're going to kill... They're literally killing cable to reinvent cable. Yeah. Because I can already see in 10 years, they're like, you know, we're going to put this all together and just... And then be like, well, we already have YouTube TV, so we're just going to offer it through YouTube TV. But then you can also have the option to, like, get it separately if you want. It's literally not going to change. It's just there's not you're not going to have a physical cable box, and you have to watch everything on a thirty like about a twenty second delay from real life. That's where cable. That's where it sucked. With I think more I'm mad about the sports thing, because I used to get pissed about Hulu showing me like oh the final scores happened your team lost but the play's still going on on your end. Yeah. Then you have to like completely ignore your phone. Although YouTube TV shout out, they're only about I think they're only about maybe five to ten seconds behind. Because the ESPN app is in sync with it, and I'm like, oh, they're actually about, a lot of times, in sync with it. Well, I think it, a lot of this delay stems from the Janet Jackson Super Bowl. Well, no, they already had that delay in cable. They had a seven-second delay, but this is, like, almost, at times, like, Hulu was like, you were a minute behind, you were a minute behind the live action. Oh, well, I don't use live streaming services like that. Like, oh, I, I just... Boomer. Well, no, I have, like, other websites that I use. Yeah. It's just infuriating that you that I'm just slowly beginning to realize they're just going to resell us cable as an app. It's just all they did was they did a 20 year experiment to figure out how to get rid of the box. It's just the cable companies are making us gay. They don't want us to have the box. They're, they're trying to eliminate the box from our lives. They're trying to they're trying to take us out of the box so we can be more fluid, if you will. Yeah, it's like they thought so far outside of the box that they reinvented the box. Yeah, they made it round. Now it's spherical. Yeah. It's just like... Spherical! Yeah, it's like... Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but... It's just a... It's just an endless cycle, because then they're going to find a way to scrap what it is now and invent it into something new by the time we're that, 60 years yeah. old. And dad jokes need to make a comeback. Like, not just cringy, but someone needs to do it in a way where it's like... you. I think if, if you didn't do the finger point at the end, like A or the knee, like the knee slap... We just like told it, but just kept going and did like a Chappelle laugh. Like, <laughs> would would they would it like cringe or would it almost be like, hey, this guy is kind of like, what if you told edgier dad jokes? Almost like dark humor dad jokes. Yeah, like dark humor dad jokes. Like, I don't turn on the TV news because I'm afraid of the Gaza. Yeah, you kind of missing news... on you. You keep Gazaing too much. You, you you're missing on a lot of these. Yeah. I know, too much Gaza, I'm stripping it of all relevance. Yeah, it's, yeah. people won't like my jokes because they'll be like, it's too real for me. It's a, it's a, it's a learning process. <laughs> it's a learning process, very insensitive. Just like most dads, you know, you have those dads that'll walk in on you and your, fr your friends changing after the pool party. Like, like, oh. I can't wait to hear Dev Dimension Boy Devin's take on... On this, what I, I just wanted because his takes Palestine not, or? he's gonna somehow be on neither side but on still on like the very racist side. He'll somehow wind up being like pro Hamas but saying he's not Hamas. 
it's like his blood and crips hamasas are pussies i'm a legit person because i would be solo in a war yeah because <laughs> he apparently thinks he's keanu reeves in the matrix and he can just beat everybody <laughs> fucking Devin. he will he'll chick no side but he'll still he'll still be on the very racist side but also disavow the racist <laughs> like how he he used to say he didn't like toxic masculinity but he's the poster boy for toxic ma- for fragile toxic masculinity yeah fragile masculinity is what yeah. it is yeah we should be welcome into the baja there but later in the week we should be getting devin back he's finally got his little bitch ass computer fixed. did i just see tinder on your phone sir yeah hey you get any pussy is it working for you? It works. Sometimes, I mean, there's a lot of bots on there now. There's a lot of, you can tell it's a fake profile. Yeah. It's just, because then some of them is, they just lead you to like, oh, subscribe to my Instagram. And it's like, I have I just literally do this for followers. And then it's, it's literally people just getting to their OnlyFans. But when it works, it's golden. A lot of fat chicks. Hey. Hey, but they need love too. Hey, man. Sometimes... But later this week, we'll get Devin back and we'll get into the conspiracies. Maybe. If his computer's ever magically replaced. Still, I, you gotta tell him, I think he has a phone, right? I don't know. So, he's communicating with us somehow. Either he's using his mommy's phone, or he's got his own phone. But either way, that he should be able to manage yeah. contact. His mom calls me a lot on Instagram. She tells you she loves you. But it's actually Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till he hears this part. But anyways, you gotta head out, right? Yeah, I gotta go, so... Fucking be a little simp. Be a good fucking dad, like a little bitch. It's... Those kids can raise themselves. Sometimes I wish it was still the 1950s. You never read the story of, like, what Rom... What was it, Romulus and the founding of Greek, where it's, like, their two... The siblings are raised by wolves? Yeah. Why don't you let that happen? Because I haven't even seen a coyote here. I'm be, nonetheless a wolf. There's bears around here. I still haven't seen one. If I could find one, I'll, I'll drop the kids off with them. But anyways, that's our Monday edition. Right, don't be afraid to check us out on the Spotify, the Apple. We do have a Patreon. We Five bucks a month, we'll figure out something. And then check us out on Twitter. We got the Baja Bottom Boys Twitter. You got Spready Roosevelt on Twitter. You got the Ugly Homie on Twitter. And then you got Devin somewhere on Instagram because yeah, he's Devin's, too afraid of the mainstream. Devin's somewhere stuck in the ether. <laughs> but anyways, we'll catch you next time. All Peace. Right. Love Bye, you guys. Y'all.